Welcome to Eurovision with Adam, a podcast by a huge Galway Eurovision fan, focused on covering national selections, Eurovision 2024 songs, Eurovision hot topics, and many interviews with people in the Eurovision world. Sit back, enjoy, and let's talk Eurovision. Welcome to the new episode of Eurovision with Adam. Thank you for joining and I hope you had an amazing Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. I, myself, for Christmas Day, I just spent time with my family. My grandparents came over for dinner. It was lovely. I had turkey and ham for the main course, dough balls for the starter and some Christmas cake for dessert. So yeah, but yeah, thank you for joining. It's amazing to be back. But what am I going to talk about in this episode? Guys, this is a groundbreaking episode. So first of all, I'll be reacting to Albania's Eurovision 2024 song. I've also polled 300 Eurovision fans around that number on whether they think Israel, Azerbaijan, Australia, Belarus and Russia should they be competing at Eurovision. So those results are very interesting. You'll be surprised by some of them. So we'll be talking about that as well. I will also be reacting to Czechia's Eurovision 2024 song. And now the groundbreaking rules. I will be talking to Eiko, who's representing Czechia at Eurovision 2024. So I have my first Eurovision 2024 artist on Eurovision with Adam, Eiko from the Czech Republic. We talk about everything Eurovision from her reaction to representing Czechia to claims that she might be disqualified from the contest. So we talk, it's not too long, it's very fun, she's nice. We talk about staging as well, pre-parties, so yeah. But to start off the show, I'm gonna talk about Albania's Eurovision 2024 song. So Albania is going to be represented by Bessa, I'm not going to even try and pronounce her surname, with her song Semren Ndor. Like, it's a very bland ballad. She is very beautiful. Like, she is very, very beautiful. I love the dress that she was wearing for Albania's Eurovision selection. I like that there's the orchestra in the background, but that's not going to be at Eurovision. It's a pleasant song, I guess. But it's also very boring. And the thing is, the Eurovision semi-finals used to be half jury, half public vote. But now the semis are 100% public vote, not the final. So I don't see, apart from the neighbouring countries, I don't see a lot of people picking up the phone to vote for this. Because it's very boring. So first of all, I think Semrin and Dor, it needs a revamp. But do not change the song to English. First of all, leave the song in Albanian. It's good in Albanian. Add some Albanian ethnic notes or something. Because this is screaming 13th place in a semi final. I hope to get Bessa on Eurovision without him. I will be approaching her in the next few days because it is Christmas time at the moment. But how do I think this will do at Eurovision? 
at the moment, I'm going to say we don't have many songs out. We have Albania, Czechia and France. This is my worst so far. I've Czechia second, France first. Like, it's early days. We don't even know which semi-final Albania is going to be in. But I don't think this will be enough to make the final. Because it doesn't have that appeal. Like, Duye at least was exciting for 2023. Albania's entry for 2023. It was exciting. It had Albanian notes. This song is just very bland. So what Albania need to do to qualify is add ethnic notes. Keep the song in Albanian. But for now, I do think this will stay in the semi-final. So before I give you my reaction to Czechia's Eurovision 2024 song, and before I show you my interview with Eiko, who's representing Czechia at Eurovision 2024, I have some groundbreaking polls. So I asked about 300 Eurovision fans, do they think the following countries should compete at Eurovision? Israel, Russia, Belarus, Australia and Azerbaijan. We are going to start off with Israel. The way I phrased the question was, should Israel be kicked out of Eurovision 2024? So, 46% of people think that Israel should be kicked out of Eurovision 2024. 33% said Israel should not be kicked out of Eurovision 2024. And 21% don't care. So, a plurality of people think Israel should be kicked out, but not over 50%. 33%, about one third of Eurofans that I polled, believe that Israel should not be kicked out. So if you're on Twitter, you may think 99% of Eurofans think Israel should be kicked out. But if you're on Twitter, you normally just hear the loudest voices. So I've made my opinions very clear. But what I will say is, if Israel do take part, and they are taking part right now, If you boo their song, I have no respect for you. It is unacceptable to boo a song, regardless of what country it's from. It's happened in 2014, 2015. It's unacceptable. And I know it's going to happen, which is not good. But yeah, so we have a majority by 13% saying Israel should be kicked out. But yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. Let's move on to Russia. So I asked people... Should Russia be allowed to compete at Eurovision 2024? 34% of people said Russia should be allowed to compete at Eurovision 2024. And 66% of respondents said Russia should not be allowed to compete at Eurovision 2024. So yeah, a super majority of people believe Russia should not be allowed to take part. And I agree with them because if you're invading an EBU country, Ukraine, you shouldn't be allowed to take part. So I'm not surprised. I'm surprised by how many people said yes. It really surprised me. Because if you're on Twitter again, you think it's 99, 100%. But there's 34% of respondents said Russia should be allowed to compete, which I disagree with, but we're all entitled to our own opinions. Next, should Belarus be allowed to compete at Eurovision 2024? Guys, this is so surprising. 50% of people said Belarus should be allowed to compete at Eurovision 2024. And 50% said no. And no actually won by one vote. So it's basically a tie. I was so shocked by this. I thought it would be like 65-35. But no, 50-50. 
But I feel like not a lot of people know about the situation with Belarus. Belarus are holding hands with Russia. They currently have a five-year ban, I think, from the EBU. So once that ban is cleared, they'll be competing in the future, I presume. But I don't know. If the war's going on, it's very complicated, like Israel. Because Belarus were disqualified in 2021 because they tried to send a propaganda song about the government. And now they're holding hands with Russia. So... I'm not going to give my opinion on this. I don't really know. But we're going to see what happens, I guess, when they return. So the next question is, should Australia compete at Eurovision? 65% said yes, they should be allowed to compete. And 35% of people said Australia should not be allowed to compete. Like, I'm very mixed on this. I like Australia at Eurovision, but I want Australia to send their big names. And I don't mean Kylie Minogue. I mean, send your Delta Goodrums, your De Veronica's, your Guy Sebastian types of people. Like, Voyager are great, but I, if Australia are competing, I want big names from Australia. 20% of the British population watched the Eurovision 2023 final, but only like 1-2% to of, of the Australian population did. And that was over two broadcasts. That was over the live broadcast and the repeat. Not over just one of the broadcasts. So, yeah, that I'm very conflicted on that. And the final poll is, should Azerbaijan be allowed to compete at Eurovision? 63% of people said Azerbaijan should be allowed to compete. 37% of people said Azerbaijan should not be allowed to compete. So I think after 2022, Azerbaijan should have got a one-year ban or a two-year ban because they tried to mess with the voting from multiple countries for Eurovision 2022. They basically tried to bribe people to change the results. So they should have been given a one or two year ban. But I think some people are also talking about the conflict with Armenia. And that's the thing. There is this conflict with Israel, conflict with Azerbaijan. It's a very slippery slope, regardless of what your opinions are. So yeah, it's very interesting to hear these results. I'm shocked that the Belarus question is a tie. And I'm shocked 34% of people think Russia should take part. But yeah, I do think Israel will take part for now, but you never know what could happen. And I do expect Azerbaijan and Australia to stay for the near future. But yeah, very interesting polls. Before my interview with Aiko, I'm going to give you my opinion of Czechia's Eurovision 2024 song Pedestal. Let's listen to it. So Czechia are sending the song Pedestal by Eiko and I'll be interviewing her in a second. Stay tuned. It's a good song. It comes in at 2.22, not three minutes. A bit short. I talked to Eiko about that. The live performance needs improving if you've seen the live show, but I do think that can be fixed in time for Malma. We don't know what semi she's going to be in. And remember... The semi-finals are public vote only, and Czechia always struggle with the public vote. Like, my sister's crown got like 20 or 30 points in the final this year, even though it was one of the fan favourites, and I had an okay position in the running order. So, that needs to be taken into consideration. 
I don't think we're going to have any other song like this. I like that Czechia send these indie types of songs. I hope other countries look at Czechia and send these types of songs. It's fresh. It's organic. I'm excited to see the staging. I talked to Aiko about the staging. Do I think this can qualify? I don't know. We need to see the contenders. I think this will be one of the borderline make it true, not make it true. But it could also do really well if the three minute final package is good. Because we'll talk about that in a few minutes. Will it be three minutes? But I do think this is promising. Like it definitely has a better chance than Albania. But Czechia historically do bad with the public vote. With the exception being 2018, lie to me. I like the song. It's my second favourite after France. Well, only three songs out so far. I think this will be high in my personal ranking. Because it's fresh. It's not generic. Which I appreciate. But yeah, I think this will be borderline. It depends if it's in a tough or a weak semi. So, I like the song. It's good. So, the moment we've all been waiting for, I hope. The first ever Eurovision 2024 artist to appear on Eurovision with Adam. I will be talking to Aiko about her upbringing, about her Eurovision journey and about all the questions that are going around. Is she going to get squatified? So yeah, I'm so happy. So let's welcome Eiko, who's representing Czechia at Eurovision 2024. Hello, hello. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you so much for joining and congrats on representing Czechia with your amazing song Pedestal. Thank you very much. Yes, I'm very excited. <laughs> yeah. So like for anyone who doesn't know like who you are, how would you like describe your music? Genre-wise, I'd say it's alternative pop in the main, but it's if you'd have to give it the way that we call it with my producer is dramatic pop because it's often very dramatic. <laughs> yeah. You were raised in Czechia. But you're now based in Brighton. Do you think like yeah. being based in the UK has any impact on the music you make? Oh, definitely. I think even moving into the UK and talking to, because I also studied in London uh, and I studied music production in London. Um, and that even like very, having very multicultural friends and seeing all the UK impacts and what you can actually do with music, uh, it was a massive inspiration for me. So definitely. And I think the approach to production in the UK is a bit different than in the Czech Republic. Cool. Yeah. And I've listened to your music and you've an amazing back catalogue. I was really surprised by how much songs you've out and they're all like really, really good. So Thank I'm, you very much. Yeah. I've been doing I, it for a while. <laughs> yeah. So who would you, who do you think are like your musical inspirations? Mm, I love Aurora, the Norwegian yeah. singer. She's amazing. Uh, really, yeah, she's great. Um, I love Black Honey. Uh, lately, I've been into very rock influences. So, Yonaka, Black Honey. Um, uh, the Not So Rock is Jungle, the band, if you know them. Mm-hmm. That's that's that. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm kind of curious. What made you like put forward a song for Eurovision for Czechia? Oh, I have been trying to put forward my song for multiple years just because I do uh, of course Eurovision is a big thing and mm. I have always wanted to be a part of it 
for many reasons. I feel like it has a very lovely and big community around it, and I wanted to be a part of that too. Uh, and I think it's a wonderful opportunity for the artists as well to, it's an honor to represent a country. Plus, um, you get to go to the contest with your own music, which is mm-hmm. very different to all the other contests where, for example, you know how you have the voice and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Go with your own music. And um, I love that your vision gives the opportunity for the artist to do that. Plus all the like the big stage, the drama that's happening on the stage while they're performing. I just love all the aspects of, of this as well. Yeah. And do you have like any like favorite Eurovision songs of all time? Oh, I love uh, Finland's entrance from last year. Yeah, it was cha, really good. Cha, cha. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, like, we all saw the video when you found out that you were representing Czechia at Eurovision. What yes. emotions were like going through your head at the time? <laughs> I was really shocked just because I had no idea that that's going to be happening. We were all told, like, at the beginning of the month, we were like, hey, like, please keep the 12th of. Um, of December free, we're going to make some interviews for you with you. And so I came in from my interview. I thought nothing of it. I thought that we were just recording stuff. And um, then <laughs> they told me at the end, and it was quite funny because I was staying at a friend's house and I was telling her before I left, I was like, hey, imagine if like they told me that I'm um, going through and they just wanted to feel my reaction. She was like, ha ha ha, you wish. And it happened. <laughs> so it was really really wonderful i was really shocked and i was processing the whole thing for about like 24 more hours before it really really hit me because i didn't expect it yeah that's a really crazy way to find out and it's crazy (laughs) that you thought you thought about beforehand that that might be the moment you find out yeah yeah but i mean i'm really glad that they have my reaction it's very it's very (laughs) sweet of them (laughs) yeah it's lovely and like, I know it's still early days. It's only December. It's nearly Christmas mm-hmm. and Eurovision isn't until May. But have you had any discussions yet about Eurovision staging? Oh, yeah, we've had we've had a few meetings already. We have some we've had some brainstorming sessions and uh, we have some ideas for staging already. But I unfortunately can't tell you much. Yeah. Um, I can just tell you that it's going to be really cool, I think. And yeah. we've already started the prep, really. Because we really want it to be as good as possible. Wow, that's amazing. So you'll have a long time to prepare at least, which is a good thing. Yeah, that's really good. I'm really glad. Yeah, and sometimes like after like a contestant wins their national selection for Eurovision, sometimes they refamp their song. So for example, mm-hmm. they might like increase the length of the song. Like for example, Pedestal is around 2.22 when a Eurovision mm-hmm. song can be up to three minutes. And sometimes mm-hmm. they might like change parts of the melody do you have any plans oh, to revamp Pedestal before Eurovision? I would definitely love to look at it. We're actually meeting with my producer early January just mm-hmm. to see what we can actually do to maximize the impact, to use the time, just because, as you're saying, Pedestal is around 2.20, we have three minutes. Why not use the space? Why not have yeah. the actual impact and do something with it? So we're definitely going to play around see what we can create also together with the team that's going to do the lighting and everything around it because they have some ideas as well for that so yeah we're definitely going to do that wow yeah that's amazing and there's been like a clip surfing online around twitter and places of you performing pedestal 
at a music festival on June 23rd, which is before September 1st, which is the earliest the Eurovision song is allowed to be performed or promoted. But this rule mm-hmm. has been broken many times. Like, for example, the same thing happened with Arcade, which won Eurovision 2019. Yeah. I'm just wondering yeah. if the EBU, like, been in touch with you or have you talked, has anyone, like, talked to the EBU about you performing the song yeah. in June? I mean, I have not released any statements or anything just because it's really not my job as an artist to explain to everyone what the rules are and what is happening. There is an official statement from the EBU. The EBU has been notified before I was even entering the national selection mm-hmm. about the whole thing. Um, so it should be okay. Everything's fine. Yeah, that's perfect. And do you <laughs> plan to go to any of the Eurovision pre-parties before the contest? Yes, yes, we'd love to. We're planning on, we're actually just handpicking the ones that we're going to go to together with the team, but definitely. Yeah, that's amazing. And if you like win Eurovision 2024, like Czechia, they've never ever won before. They did very well last year, but they never won. What would be your like reaction? (laughs) It would be absolutely massive. I mean, it would be a major dream come true, I think, for most of our artists that are going to be in the Eurovision. Um, I've actually not thought it through just because even going to Eurovision as a whole has been such a blessing. So it mm. would be absolutely massive. <laughs> yeah. And are you excited to meet any of the singers announced so far? Oh, very much so. It was really sweet to me because um, we all started like following each other on socials. <laughs> and it's been funny to me because I've seen Ollie perform when I was like 16-ish. Wow. At a festival. Um, back then, I really liked y- years and years. Mm-hmm. And it's just a very nice, like, full circle moment for me to be like, oh, now I get to meet the person that I used to listen to in my teens. It's very sweet. Yeah, that's amazing. And normally, like, the Eurovision <laughs> singers, they all, like, get, like, really close. And hopefully, the same thing yeah. will happen this year. Well, fingers crossed, because the entries so far, they all seem really lovely, really cool. So I'm very excited to meet everyone. Yeah, that's amazing. And yeah, it's been really, really nice talking to you, Echo. Do you have any final words or anything? Thank you very much. No, just Merry Christmas to everyone. <laughs> and that I'm very excited to be a part of it. Yeah, we can't wait till May. So thank you so much for joining, Echo. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining Eurovision with Adam. It was absolutely amazing doing the interview with Echo. She was so nice. And we learned a bit about her Eurovision journey, she's not going to be disqualified, it looks like. And she wouldn't tell us a lot about the staging, but we'll find out in due course, I guess. And it's amazing that she has been to a years and years concert. Audie Alexander, who's repping the UK at Eurovision, she's a big fan. And she went to his concert when she was 15. So she's going to get to meet him in Liverpool, or not Liverpool, in Malmö, Sweden. I'm already getting confused. And I told you my opinion of Czechia's entry. I think it's a good song, but Czechia historically do bad with the public vote and the semis are public vote only, but I will be listening to this. And I gave you my opinion of Albania's Eurovision entry. I'm not the biggest fan. I'll just put it that way. And I did some primary research. I went through polls, which I conducted myself, of around 300 people, of people's opinions of whether... Israel, Russia, Belarus, Australia, and Azerbaijan should be kicked out of Eurovision for different reasons, obviously. 
So they were very, very interesting, and the Belarus one still shocks me. But yeah, next week we have... I think we're going to have some Eurovision Arshis announcements, maybe from Norway or one of the Nordic countries. We may have some Eurovision songs out. There's rumours that the UK are going to release their entry on December 31st. So, or the 1st, like at midnight. So we'll see if that happens. I may have an interview with a Melfest contestant, one of the favourites to win. We'll have a lot of Melfest interviews coming forward. So Melfest is Sweden's Eurovision selection. But yeah, I think the most important thing is I hope everyone has an amazing Christmas. I hope you spend time with your family and always try and reach out to someone who's lonely. Loneliness is a horrific epidemic that's happening all over the world. And it's a lot worse since COVID. So mental health is key. You need to have good mental health. And I'm not asking you to give me money at the moment. I'm not asking you (laughs) to give me a lot. I appreciate when people listen. I love if you send me comments. So if you want to send me a message, you can send me a message, I think, below the podcast or also on my... We now have an Instagram for Eurovision with Adam and I'm uploading video clips from the interview. So if you're streaming the episode on Tuesday, the day the episode comes out, all the clips will be up by Friday on Instagram and also on my TikTok, allthingsadam.ie. And I'd really, really appreciate if you could give the podcast five stars on whatever platform you're streaming on. Give it a full five stars. It really means the world to me. But yeah, we'll be back next week in January, the Tuesday. I hope you all have an amazing new year. There's an episode out every Tuesday until after Eurovision. So tell 10 people on why you love this podcast. And please message me your thoughts and give it whatever star hopefully five but yeah have an amazing christmas amazing new year thank you for joining guys bye